Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Linda Lopez, and here are today's top local stories. Police on Staten Island are looking for the guy who groped a woman on an MTA bus. It happened back on Sunday, February 19th, a little before 6 p.m., as the bus was near Lindbergh Avenue and Highland Boulevard in the New Dorp section. The man allegedly grabbed a 26-year-old woman's buttocks, then ran off southbound on Highland Boulevard when the bus stopped. The woman was shaken, but not seriously injured. Well, this morning, a Starbucks worker and union leader in Queens is back on the job after he was fired, he says, for his union organizing activities at the Dipmar Starbucks. Austin Locke fired eight months ago from a job here. He had spent three years at this Starbucks on 31st Street. Apparently fired, he says, for leading the unionization effort that was successful. Just five days after that in July, he was given the boot. Locke tells me Starbucks made up any reason to get rid of him. Um, an employer has to provide just cause to fire you, so that would be like an economic reason, or it would be you did something like really egregious at the job, not for what they fired me for, which was um, that I didn't fill out this COVID sheet. They tried to find a reason. Under New York City's just cause law, Locke's back at work now with a salary including a raise and back pay for all eight months he missed work. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM in Astoria, Queens. This morning, students at Perth Amboy High School held a walkout to highlight their concerns about violence in the city's public schools. Our Sean Adams has a story. Well, these uh, Perth Amboy High School students, they're angry, they're upset, and uh, they're afraid for the younger generation. It's really sad and disturbing here in Perth Amboy. An 11-year-old stabbing a classmate who was walking home from school last week. Uh, This is uh, really a, a very difficult time here in Perth Amboy and the students uh, who came out this morning, uh, several hundred of them, they came out to show solidarity. So uh, they walked out of class earlier this morning and then they marched over uh, to the middle school a few blocks away. Uh, They were chanting for change. It was peaceful. Uh, Many of them expressed uh, concern about uh, violence in the community overall. They say uh, even in school there, there are fights and sometimes they don't feel safe. They would like the district to do more. Uh, The district, in a statement, has said it is willing to listen to everybody involved, to work together with all different parties to find solutions to these problems. And we should note that uh, when the students walked out of school, school officials and police worked hand-in-hand to shepherd the protest march along to keep everybody safe. They shut down streets to traffic, and uh, it's over now. The students are back in class. Uh, Their their voices were heard. Sean Adams, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Perth Amboy. Well, police are asking for the public's help in catching the suspects wanted in connection to the armed robbery of a Flushing jewelry store that left a 79-year-old female worker badly beaten. This happened on Wednesday afternoon around 2.30. Two men walked into the store on 39th Avenue near Prince Street and allegedly punched, kicked, and pistol-whipped the employee and then grabbed about half a million dollars worth of jewelry before fleeing. 
Authorities released surveillance images of the two suspected crooks and now released a photo of two other people wanted in connection to the holdup. And we'll have the pictures of the suspects up on our website, 1010winds.com. Anyone with information is asked to call the NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline, 800-577-TIPS. The rules say overnight drop-in centers for homeless and runaway youth are not overnight shelters, but one center in Manhattan that serves LGBTQ youth is refusing to comply with that directed. 1010 Wind spoke with Alexander Roque, the president and executive director of the Ally Forney Center. He says he'll continue to let clients sleep. LGBTQ youth who, who we serve at, at our organization are disproportionately affected by violence and, 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 and street homelessness. You know, simply put, LGBT folks are less safe on our streets. There are very few options where LGBT kids can be safe at night. The New York City Department of Youth and Community Development Commissioner Keith Howard issued a statement saying that the guidelines must be followed, but that everyone has the same goal to make sure that young people get off the streets, are welcomed at drop-in centers, and get the necessary services and support that they need. A new poll shows Governor Hochul's favorability ratings taking a hit. Seems New Yorkers are mixed on her 2023 agenda and budget proposal. 1010 Wins spoke with Stephen Greenberg, a pollster with the Siena College Research Institute. He says the survey found there are some areas where everyone seems to agree. On certain issues, for example, increasing, uh, tying the increases in New York's minimum wage based on the rate of inflation Overall, 70% of New Yorkers support it. The poll also found that crime and the rising cost of living are the top issues, followed by affordable housing. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.